Let's get it. We, oh, yes? Yeah. How we say it again? Just get and get started. Ooh. <laughs> make sure you chop all of this out. I probably won't. Okay. <laughs> okay. This fun- No, no, no. Got to get it. Dysfunctional Family Podcast. So, Dysfunctional <laughs> Family Podcast, episode 29, the one... And only, <laughs> no, <give me> <laughs> the only take. This functional family podcast, first and only first take. First and only. All right. I got y'all for episode 30. Wow. We are back, back, back and forth. Hey. <laughs> we are back, back, back and forth. Come Shout out to that. Leah. Recipe to Leah. Goat vibes. You what cried, up, though? You cried when she died, right? I did cry when she you died. You liked her? You yes. Had a, you, I had a, you had a crush? big crush on Leah when I was... What what's that? What grade is that? Sixth grade? Yeah, she died like right before nine eleven, so he was what twelve? Going into seventh grade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. still like her? Wow. No, so I am crazy. literally in love with one woman, man. No, Ooh. I do not like Aaliyah. And God rest her soul. Soul. When you worry about if I think she's attractive. God rest her soul. It's getting off to an awkward start, ain't it? See? Mm. See what insecurity could do? <laughs> Woo! How how we get out of this ditch? We are, we are starting this episode no, at a just, deficit. We could right just now. start over. Get the thing. I'm over. not starting over. This is it. This is the episode. No, this is the episode. I'm not getting the clapboard. This is the episode. So now you got to dig your way out of it, out of that awkward way that you wanted to start. Rock, rock the boat, <laughs> no, no, no. Rock we leave the boat. my back song. This is episode <laughs> 29. Welcome. Make sure y'all do everything that is algorithm boosting. Boost the algae. Like, share, comment, tell somebody about us, rate us on Spotify, rate us on Apple Music. You know what I'm saying? Help us out. I don't like beg. That's true. We giving y'all the value. Facts. Like, we doing y'all a favor. (laughs) What do you mean? Like, this is for you, not for me. This is for you. This is for us. It's a mutual, you know what I'm saying? I think it's reciprocity involved. You feel me? Facts. All right. Episode 29. Episode 29. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Um, Sponsors first or last? Sponsors first. Okay, first. Boom, go. Freethesoulsclothing.com. Well, that's the website. Sponsors Free the Souls Clothing. You know the vibes. We're not wearing nothing today, but... They still are sponsors. You'll see a commercial later in the episode. You will. Okay. (laughs) This episode, should we give them the name? Or we should just like go... Why you I don't be knowing that? what to do. Uh, I'm still getting just used to talk about it. Yeah. Okay. I mm. really feel like we should start over. I am not starting over. Okay. Episode 29. <laughs> so what had happened was, all right, so boom. Y'all know we like to start the episode with an anecdote, right? So the other day, the girls asked if they could do a lemonade stand because it's been crazy hot for like forever. It's summer, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so like facts. it's hot, but it's been like 100 degrees for like two weeks. Heat wave vibes. Heat wave. So they asked if they could do a lemonade stand. So Yanae's like, you know, I saw that you could sell lemonade for $1.29. I'm like, we're not doing $1.29. <laughs> you don't have a cash register. If somebody gives you 50 cents, you don't have 31 cents to give back. Uh, we're not $1. doing it. It's crazy. Where she, where she get her price I don't know. From? I just, it's certain things I don't I think I think that's into. a good sign though. Like, it might, yeah. Like she's, she's like gauging like, the market. Yes, exactly. Like What market? I don't know. But. Hey, walking down the aisles at Whole Foods or something, <laughs> she probably saw something. Nah, that's kind of fire. I was fire. like, we're not 
I didn't know she she asked using a price point. Yes. That's fire. But I was like, okay, we're not gonna do a dollar twenty nine. What if we $1. just $1. let's just crazy. do a dollar? Keep it simple. Get Venmo to dollar twenty nine is wild. <laughs> let's, just, <laughs> let's just keep it a dollar, right? Um, so they did their lemonade stand. We put it on Facebook for you know the people in our community to see. Um, they went knocking on doors or neighbors' doors. Ooh, come through! Um, and, you know they Market made and hustle. Yes, they okay. made flavor. We had a regular lemonade. We had hibiscus lemonade. We had yeah. um, peach lemonade. They got a bunch of compliments. They were just excited about it. They got you know we made fourteen dollars today. We made you know thirty dollars. Um, so it was just a really fun experience. Mm-hmm. And I think um, them taking the initiative to do that, just really, you know, then coming to you to talk to you about what that was like. Um, mm-hmm. I think it was just really um, a cool experience and, and had us thinking about uh, entrepreneurship, yeah. us being entrepreneurs and then, you know, them um, being inspired, I think, by what we do and Doing it in their own way, you know, what I'm mm. saying in a, in a child version of Facts. what they can what they can offer, Facts. being excited about it and wanting to be hands on and involved. Not just mommy, we want to sell lemonade. Can you make it for us? Mm. But you know, they wanted to go buy the lemons. They were juicing the lemons. They were, you know, putting the flavors in and stuff. So it was it was cool. It was fun. Yeah, I think. I mean, I think the out the gate, I just think yeah, yeah. Having a price was like she you did stuck market because she did market research. That's like yeah, that's cold blooded. But I think that's entrepreneurship one on one right there. Exactly, and I think though, I mean, those habits. Um, what it does is, I think it it pushes us to, um, kind of continue to create the atmosphere for them in the home and let them know that entrepreneurship is an option for their future. Yeah, I absolutely. think teaching children that at an early age helps them understand that like the the habits that we so often just attribute to like our system our school system mm. climbing up that ladder of the school system is the only way to bring success is kind of how the culture that we live in preaches to us yet there are thousands of people across this nation hundreds of thousands that are in ridiculous debt that don't make enough money at their jobs to actually say these numbers support that this is the best way to success. Super tangential. But <laughs> I just saw a stat the other day that was like, based on the the country's total debt, mm-hmm. if you break it down to like what each American, what each citizen would owe in debt to, uh, you know, to total out to the country's debt, it right. was like 240 million per person. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, how? I don't even like... Nah, that's crazy to me. That's crazy. But I, I get it because mm-hmm. I think, obviously, with that statistic, I didn't know about that statistic, but I assume that that involves all debt. So that involves credit cards, that involves mortgages, and those are pretty pricey, pricey, pricey debts, right? But I do think a lot of it is school. Mm. And don't get it twisted. This episode is not about saying that our children should not go to school right? and should not go get higher education or go for their masters, go for their doctorates and things like that. That's not what we're, we're saying, but I think allowing them to have the opportunity to be little entrepreneurs gives them some insight and exposure to that. Oh shoot. I I can actually make my own money. Yeah. If I understand this, understand that, you know what I mean? And it just breaks the cultural norm that school 
is the only ladder to success. Yeah. Matter of fact, they could go to school and still be an entrepreneur. Right. You know what I'm saying? And and a lot of times we don't think we have that option. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that I love that you know you. I wasn't home. I was unfortunately at work at my internship, but. Um, I think that you allowing them to do that and you taking them to the supermarket is just dope. You know what I mean? So shout out to the queen. You know what I mean? Shout out to the queen. Okay. Um, but I think I think their exposure from it kind of comes from us, though. Absolutely. Not to like toot our own Toot it, baby. Toot it. <laughs> but, you Dude, know, that was ghetto. They, listen, we, yeah, it, was, yeah. it was pretty ghetto. Toot our cool. horn. We're doing cool. our thing. You know, we ratchet and righteous. It's okay. <laughs> um, I think allowing them to help us with Free the Souls clothing. Mm-hmm. That like they help us tag, they see where the inventory is kept. They go with us to the storage closet to check where the inventory mm-hmm. is, and they count inventory yep. when our orders come in to make sure that it's the right number. Yep. Um, we put man, them to they, work. They, they work. They're, they're at the post office with us. Yep. You know, can't leave. Can't like, leave us. We got to go to the post office again. I'm like, like that's yeah. a good thing. You know <laughs> what I mean? That means somebody's ordering, right? right. So, I just think. Because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you don't have to have a high level of involvement with something in order to have access to that thing. Mm. And and I think that them they may not be running the business, yeah. But that that minimal access or that little bit of access that they see by, by helping us out, it gives them it plants to see that you can do this. You can make your own money. Right. You can establish something that makes you your own money. You know what I'm saying? So I just think it's dope. Absolutely. Because, you know, I'm proud of them. Because <laughs> they might, you know, they don't understand the ins and outs of researching the market, you know, right, right, whatever right. the market nah, is. I guess they do. <laughs> they so might not saying, understand the full. I saw lemonade for $1.29. <laughs> hmm, if I sell it for a dollar, I think I can make some more. Co- Yo, she's wild for that. <laughs> like, I think that. Um, <laughs> You know, they may not know all the ins and outs of what it takes to run a business or, you know, a a specific area of, you know, clothing or food or whatever it is. But just like you said, taking the initiative and wanting to at least try it out. You know what I'm saying? Being brave enough to try it because people might come out and be like, oh, I don't have a dollar. Can I just get a cup of lemonade for free because it's hot? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or, uh, but they were like, no, it's a dollar. They gave a few cups away, but, you know, they were. Oh, people ask for free? Yeah. People ask to set, wait, adult? Okay. So I'm not gonna answer that question. You didn't so tell were, me that part. Wait, adults. We're not ask- gonna do this right now. So you know, there were a couple of uh, customers who requested, you know, a re a, a free refill or one at a cup, and the kids were like, "Well, it's a dollar." Or you know, sometimes they were generous, and they were like, "Okay, well, there's a little bit left. Nobody else is coming outside." Um, I forgot the point I was making, but just taking I'm the sorry, initiative. I didn't no. mean to interrupt. You. I just didn't know <laughs> somebody saw a young entrepreneur trying to do their thing, and. That's fine. Ask for free. That's okay. But moving on. Nah, I, feel I like think we, we. I feel like we need the pod. I feel like, hey, this a pod class. Y'all got podcasts. This a pod class. You feel me? We learning here. We adding value. And I think the lesson learned <laughs> here, or the lesson that I want to drive home. Right now, like right are, at the beginning. Yes, if, right at this ain't the beginning. We in. We potted. Okay. It's a pod class. Pod class. You heard it here first. It's a pod class. And if you see young children trying to make money and they're doing something honorable and meaningful and valuable and you want to support, don't don't ask for free. I don't know if they're going to see this. I don't know who the people were because I wasn't here. But I just feel like if they see this, 
understand what children were trying to do for themselves. And we should support that, especially children of color, girls, black girls who are who are grossly underrepresented in so many different fields. Yeah. Across this country in educate. Well, when I say grossly re- underrepresented, I don't necessarily mean black girls are not going to school because mm-hmm. they're going to school at a higher clip than anybody black boys. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm saying underrepresented like in the academia yeah, they're in school, but are they the professors all the time? Mm. And they're not, right? Are they the ones at the top of ladders in certain yeah. places and spaces? And they're not. And, um, yeah, I think you kind of you snuff out or suppress that possibility when you make them give away what they're trying to earn. Wow. Yeah. Right, they're not they're out here selling the thousand dollar shoes. They're out here selling dollar, a dollar cups of lemonade. Cup of That's the case. Hey, <laughs> going home if you can't if you can't. So not being funny if you can't support, don't support. But like, don't ask them for free stuff. Yeah. I think you put kids in like a weird position and make them think they have to do that. Yeah. But and I don't I, know. I don't know who the people were, and I don't want you to I tell do- me because they're probably some of our neighbors, and they might see this. They might be followers or subscribers, and I want their support. But. <laughs> Yeah, and I I'm definitely I didn't want to like take control like oh it's a it's a dollar you know what I mean <laughs> but I I wanted them to run it as freely as possible so they looked at I me and I was that. like if you want to give it away you can but I you came out for so I definitely let them control you know what went on if they that's good as much profit right I know like I'm gonna do I'm gonna do the thing <laughs> I don't know what you just said you said a lot of you know, but, um, but nah, yeah that's good. I, I let that's them I, they looked at me and it was like well what should we they want a cup of lemonade. I'm like, do you want to give it away for free? Like, what do you want to do? Is your is yeah. your is your endeavor? But I think well, another thing we have to consider is how this uh, these types of opportunities shape their worldview. Um, like you mentioned, they're young black girls. So, mm. what kind of seeds are being planted at this early stage in their life where yeah. they feel like what they have to offer is valuable? Whether mm. it's a dollar cup of lemonade or a five dollar craft t-shirt tie-dye mm. t-shirt that they made or you know when they get older if it's a book that they wrote a little pamphlet mm. you know what i mean like what small seeds are being planted now that no matter what they're offering they feel like it's it's valued mm. and somebody wants it you know somebody wants this lemonade that i handmade you know mm. what i mean yeah they, was, somebody, they was you know what i'm saying they were squeezing, squeezing the lemons fresh yeah fresh. Uh, <laughs> they made fresh. the they made everything by hand, you know, of course I monitored, but you know, they, they got their hands dirty to do it. Um, mm. and even though it is, it wasn't like something huge, like, you know what I'm saying? It's a lemonade stand, but what, what kind of coverage does it give them now that, you know, their, their horizons kind of expanded where they feel like, oh, okay, my lemonade stand, I got $14 in one day. Maybe if I do this, um, and I like doing this, I can, you know, it'll be beneficial for me. I can serve the community by, you know, quenching their thirst on a hot day and it's helping me out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I mean, I, the only part I disagree with, you said it's not big. I think it is big. I think the reason it's a major thing, not because of like the amount of money they made. I think it's a major thing because they thought to be problem solvers. Yeah. So I think the best businesses mm-hmm. are the ones, good businesses solve problems. Mm-hmm. I think that's the most concise, uh, most powerful way to put it. Good businesses solve problems. And I think during a heat wave, for them to say, how can we answer the issue that our community is having? Mm-hmm. 
let's make lemonade while all these kids are outside playing. Yeah. Their parents are outside with them. Oh, let's solve their problem. I think that's a big deal. It's like, no, they're not selling something super expensive, but just this idea that they're thinking about being problem solvers. And I, I think that's a good way to train your children, a good way for us to think, a good way for anybody to think. The highest paid people outside of the systems that are created and structured. Mm-hmm. Outside of the 1%, outside, right? You know, that are inherited <laughs> monies. I ain't going to get into mm-hmm. that conversation. But some of the highest paid people are the ones that solve the most complex problems. So this is not necessarily an entrepreneurship. This is just with what you do, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. L- let's be honest, the person that flips a burger at a fast food joint, no disrespect to anybody that's doing that, the reason you don't get the same pay as someone that can cut open your chest and perform a surgery on your heart is because I can't just call someone in to do <laughs> yeah. this. But I actually can teach someone to flip a burger yeah. quicker than I can teach someone to, to perform heart surgery. Heart surgery. <laughs> yeah. So like the more complex the, the issue is that you solve, the higher your pay goes. So when it's a business, the more complex mm-hmm. of an issue you solve, the, the more people pay you. Yeah. Or the more regular mm-hmm. like the regularity and the frequency in which you solve something people are hungry you run a restaurant that people want to eat from you're solving something and yeah. you can do that with regularity and frequency and i think it actually is a big deal that they were like yo it's a heat wave <laughs> let's make some lemonade it's almost right. like you're thinking about what would i want yeah I'm coming in the house three, four times a day when I'm running outside with my friends to get something to drink. I'm getting some water, some coconut water. Oh, hold on. Why don't I make some They are in and out this house, boy. Drinking us out of house and home. Drinking us. And this is all, it also came at a time where like they had, um, because I got like a pack of 500 water balloons for the summer. Mm. And they had just run. I was like, God, this is going to last like seven water balloons. After this, there's no more. I'm not buying another 500 (laughs) in August. Crazy. Um, so, like you said, it really, it really did like solve the need. Like them seeing that their friends are not coming outside as often. Um, it's too hot because it's too hot <laughs> out here. So, how do I get them to come out? How do I get to spend time with my friends um, and really enjoy the summer? And also, like you said, solve a problem. Um, and and in addition to that, I think we have to, as parents, as caregivers, um, step parents, godparents, whatever role you play. You have to make sure that you're fostering an environment where the children feel safe taking risks. Mm. You know what I mean? Because they mm. may have the idea to do the lemonade stand, but if they feel like they bring it to their, um, if they bring it to their guardian and the guardian kind of shuts the idea down, or they feel like you know it's not going to be received well, um, you know that's that's just as bad. That as, could be a whole different episode. They could, but shutting but, down. Their ideas. Yeah. Like you have to make sure that the environment is fostered where they're going to, even if the endeavor fails, you're at least going to help them take the chance. Mm, you know what I mean? Chance. You're at least Yo, going to help them. Right now. You Go might ahead. see the end result and oh, know let me that. stop your wisdom. <laughs> you this might is see a pod class Be quiet. Right <laughs> oh, pod class. You know, as, as, as someone older with wisdom and life experience, you might see the end result that selling hot chocolate in the summer is not good, but if they want to sell hot, if they had come to me and said, "Mommy, I want to, can we sell hot chocolate?" If you see the end result that maybe nobody's wanna, gonna want hot chocolate, at least let them try or give them uh, like alternative options. 
maybe sell a half hot chocolate, half uh, frozen hot chocolate. You know what I mean? Like, but at least they feel received, heard, mm. and supported in the risk that they want to take. That's good parenting right there. This is a par class right now. That's good parenting. I think that, I think so many of us are walking around with uh, the demons of fear. Mm. The demons of fear because everything we wanted to do, we were told, no, don't do that. Because of the mess it might make for the parent mm. or because of the inconvenience, the inconvenience it yeah. might cause to the parent versus sometimes you got to let them get messy and do it so that they understand how to work. Yeah, They understand how to, to do how to be, how to exist, how to let their thoughts go from one space to reality, how to materialize what they're thinking and put it in their hand. And I think that that bravery doesn't come in without what you're talking about, that idea to let them take risks. Let them take risks. You might see that it's not always a good plan and you might offer them another one, like you said, but risk-taking is part of developing intelligence. Yeah. And they kind of learn what works and what doesn't work along the way without you having to tell them, um, hey, don't do this. Mm-hmm. But if they say, oh, this didn't work this time I tried it, next time I'm going to try this approach or this method. Because mm-hmm. um, it might be a good idea. Right, right, But right, right. they might not have it perfected the right. first time they try. Right, You right. know what I mean? But as they work on the idea and kind of get through what's 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 beneficial what's not beneficial yeah. the ins and outs of what's going to actually make it work um but yeah point is you just got to let them try right. take the risk make the mess whatever it is yeah i mean our kids are risk takers i ain't going to lie yeah, sidebar ten, tangentially i'm gonna, i'm going to address this cuz as a dad my heart was a little broken but i'm also happy and proud Cause the girls learned to ride a bike this summer, yeah, and I wasn't there. And I they taught themselves. Yeah, I'm like, about to say, <laughs> they, I'm at work, and I just get a video message from Amanda like, "Yeah, you just taught yourself how to ride a bike." I'm like, "What?" Just out there, taught herself. Borrowed, no, no borrowed, helmet. <laughs> borrowed a friend's bike. No, no helmet. Help, no, no helmet. <laughs> no knee pads. Nothing. Just taught herself how to ride the bike. Then two weeks later, I'm sitting at the desk again. Video of Zara. I'm like, yo, what? Come on, let me be a father. <laughs> but bro. I had to, I had to console you a little bit. I'm like, technically, I didn't see it happen either until it happened already. Um, nah, but it's a difference. I think there's a difference. There is a difference. The but slight I just, difference is not being funny and not to explode, But you don't know how to ride a bike, so you can't teach them. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know how. to That's ride not a bike, even so what I was like, about to I'm say. I'm supposed though. to teach them. No, what I'm saying is. You're not as connected to teaching them Sorry. as I am. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't like being judged right now by I'm not. by not only you, but by our cameraman also. Oh, they made a face. Y'all making faces back there? They making faces like, yeah, I'm 32 and I don't know how to ride a bike. <laughs> it's not too late. I'm about to rent a city bike Tell this them, weekend. It's not too and late. And go stupid on y'all. Not this weekend, but she's 30, not too late. You know what I'm saying? Thirty not too late. You feel me? You feel me? I'm gonna learn though, but I am super proud because like they just I, from, did it. They just did it, like, and they were like bikes and just taught themselves. I'm we, like, yo, let me teach. <laughs> but I like the fact that they take the risk. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's like, dang, helmetless, knee padless, just riding bikes. <laughs> 
That's not the right note. It's not. Why do you always? Why do you do that? Because I be trying to like hear it, but I can't hear it. Trying to catch me right and dirty. All right. Here's a deal. Because we're going to close this episode before you start singing too much. What we want to say is this. Foster an environment where you let kids take risks. And what I mean by that is not letting them control things and make stupid decisions. Right. But you sort of, you, you, you let them do things, but they do it at an arm's distance. Mm-hmm. So that if it if it grows too unsafe, then it becomes something that like you can monitor. But overall, loosen the reins a little bit and allow them to develop into what they might be really, really good at, what yeah. they might be world changing at. But you don't know if you don't let them get a little messy. You know what I'm saying? They ain't got to make murals on your wall, but <laughs> yeah, don't, if don't the kids want to start a lemonade stand, help them start the lemonade stand. You feel me? And make sure they know, get that, don't let, don't, you don't keep buying the materials. That's right. They put that money on the <laughs> table. Yeah, yeah. I said, oh, we made such, such, such amount of dollars. I said, no, <laughs> you take this out because this is what you have to use to buy your next batch of lemons, your next batch of cane sugar, your next uh, batch of cups. It's like, wait, what? I was like, yeah, mommy and daddy are not going to keep we paying for the ingredients. I said, we made the initial investment. We, we were your initial investors. We bought the first batch of lemons and cane sugar and hibiscus and peach and all of that, the flavors that you wanted to get fancy with. Facts. Now you made your little profit from the profit. I said, you save some, you spend some. After you know the lemons cost X amount of dollars and the sugar cost this and that and that, you put the rest of the side and you re-up. Ooh, teach them the game. Teach them the game. Re-up. I'm saying, sorry, I'm from the hood, Max. so re-up got a whole different meaning. All right, here we go. All right, here we go. Tell me more. You ready to, who going first? Me? Let me see. Me. All right, let's do it. Yeah. Okay. I don't know which question I'm going to Okay. Okay. Ah, I don't like talking about these topics. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh. People listening. No, man. I know my mother watches, and she like texts me after every episode. Like, you guys are so funny. I love this last episode. Oh, well. So it's just like knowing, like, she has grandchildren. So if it's involving sex, then she knows that it happens frequently. They Sean. Oh, sorry. Oh, can y'all edit that? <laughs> <laughs> Both of the cameramen are like. All right, sorry. Go ahead. I'm going to block my mother. I'm going to tell awkward, so I know that this is about. I'm starting to sweat, too. All right. So do you want me to ask it? No, because then I have to answer. Okay, so then just get to it, bro. All right, is sex an acceptable gift for holidays and birthdays? I didn't didn't hear you. I didn't hear you at all. Is sex an acceptable gift for holidays and birthdays? Sex is not a gift. You know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) not a gift, but you know. Is it an acceptable gift? Yeah, like. No. Like, I'm going to give you this for your birthday. Happy birthday. I think that. (laughs) <laughs> Any marriage that has a healthy sex life, then it's happening fairly frequently. And then, you know, you fast or do some, you know, some time take apart so you can regenerate, re-energize. That's cool, too. But for the most part, it's happening fairly frequently. So I think, is it an acceptable gift? I think my answer is absolutely not. I think the question would 
have to be asked back to you, like, would you accept it as a gift? And the answer is probably not. It's only happened when it's a woman's body. And it's like, why? Mm. If I if I said, yo, girl, I'm going to give you, I'm going to put on these silk boxes and give you. You, but that's nasty. I'm just saying. I'm just, I'm hypothetical for the, for the general conversation, right? Like, no, no woman is going to be like, of course. She's going to be like, no, where's my jewelry? Or where's my trip? Or where's my dinner date? Or where's my... So why do we only do that with women's bodies? It's like, oh, you can offer that to me as a gift. And it's like, no, sex itself is a divine gift from God. Sex itself is a divine gift from God. So on birthdays and holidays, sure, you can like do something special, like wear something fancy, but sex is regularity if you have a healthy relationship. All right. Okay, ask the question. My turn. All right, I'm going to ask this question. Do you think both partners should contribute equally to household bills? No. What? No, I'm just <laughs> I just really feel like the, those kind of, um, not stereotypical, but those, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. The, like those types of, uh, that type of thinking is kind of outdated. Um, okay. At first it was like, you know, the man is the breadwinner. And then the kind of when women started getting into the workforce more, it was like, okay, 50-50. But then now there's instances where there are stay-at-home dads and mm-hmm. you just don't know. There's there's not really a, a stru- like that kind of set in stone structure where mm-hmm. the man is out all day or the woman and husband are work. It's just too up in the air. So I just think you kind of have to make it work depending on your household situation. I, um, I really agree. Or if we are both working and you make twice as much as I do, no, I'm not paying half the mortgage. Like, you're going to pay the bulk of the bills and maybe I'll buy groceries and pay, you That's know, crazy. Uh, if you're working, you're not going half on a baby with me? On a mortgage? <laughs> not if you make more than me, no. Why would I? Like, if I make $10 a week and you make $100 a week. Why can't you go half and then my extra money... Goes to the groceries. Like, why is it that I'm paying more of the mortgage? Because that's probably the most expensive household bill. A couple thousand dollars compared to like a couple. I mean, dang, but the way groceries set up, it's a couple, <laughs> it's a couple thousand also. Now um, I'm not about to make a whole new episode out of this. We're not, but well, yeah, I just feel no, like I'm, I'm. I'm actually just. I know you're being a jerk. Yeah, I really think how white guys say it. I'm just busting your balls. <laughs> Sorry, wait, is that what if we have like white? <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, black guys don't say busting balls. <laughs> wait, but is that an appropriate? No, no offense, but white people go crazy. They're like, hilarious. Like, I love them. I love them. I love them. Y'all jargon is really like top tier. I mean, no, I mean, they, not top tier. Like, they I think our jargon is top tier. Too. I was just I think there's appreciation. And there's just like. No, not even top tier funny. I'm not about to do this with you because now we're about to go to a whole different episode topic. So maybe we should take note. No, but it's not family related. I would about like what? to talk about white this. and black jargon. Yeah, like colloquialisms and stuff. That would be kind Could of. Can we funny. make it? But black people don't say busting balls. <laughs> we say some other wild stuff. <laughs> we say. <laughs> and I don't know if balls an appropriate term. I don't even know if I'm like for oh, a family I, podcast. Yeah, that's something I shouldn't. Yeah, kids might be watching. I'm sorry, but they don't know what that your merely means. Where's this headed? Thank Where- y'all for tuning in to episode 29. Let your kids take risks. Encourage them <laughs> through. The fact that this episode is about kids is crazy to me. 
Yeah. Boost the algae. Shop free to soulsclothing.com. Tell your friends to pull up the episode, the pocket. Oh, I would. That was a perfect ending. Don't it was. add to it. You, just, you bodied it. Like, All right. Tell your friends to pull up. Oh, my God. All right. Tell your friends to pull up. <laughs> Doing it again is crazy. Uh, All right. That's that. All right. Screenshot. Not screenshot. Thumbnail. All right. Do it quick. Oh, my knees. My Where are you going? Where are you going? I got to get.